Hi, this is Ernie Hudson, and you're listening to Candair Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Canned Air, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us today from the Head Nerds in Charge, which is a web show and podcast based out of Pittsburgh, which uh, streams live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube Wednesday nights from 8 to 10. And if uh, you can't make that, I mean, you can just find them on any podcast player anytime, day or night. So they're always there. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome Curtis Brown to the show. Curtis, thanks so much for being here, brother. Hey, listen, thank you guys for having me. Look, Jeremy, Randy, Jack, I, I tell you, I was super excited to come on because I heard that you was talking about my favorite wheelhouse retro stuff and uh you know i'm the oldest nerd in charge in my group so when i heard retro i was like yes finally something i can sink my teeth in so i'm super excited tonight Oh, good, I'm glad man. to have you, man. We're going to have a hell of a lot of fun. In our retro roundtable, we're going to be talking about our favorite fictional leaders in pop culture. And I guess when I'm thinking about this, I just kind of think, I, uh, what fictional character? I guess I'd want to see is our next president. You know, I mean, it's tomato, tomato. Kind of, fa- why not? I saw Randy get a look huh? of concern on his face there. Don't worry, Randy, we'll be all <laughs> right. Like, oh no, politics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has good reason to say that, but or, or have concern, but I think we'll be all right. And then after that, we're going to turn our attention over to Curtis to talk more about head nerds in charge. But before we do all that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing, want to support the show, you can either go to Patreon.com forward slash CannedAirPod or just take the link on our website, which is CannedAirPodcast.com. $5 a month gets you access to the Candair Patreon pod and helps us pay the bills. There are also other prizes, not prizes, rewards for your patronage, I should say that uh, you can benefit from so check that out and if you can't afford to give us uh, any of your hard-earned dough then just give us a review that stuff helps out tremendously too we'll take it wherever we can get it uh randy what am i forgetting so join jack and i every tuesday night at 9 p.m on facebook uh twitch and youtube as we uh, play some jackbox games hop on there with us hang out win some prizes uh listen to jack and i make fools of ourselves you know just a good old time for everybody there it is. And one more thing, if anyone is out there is in need of professional representation of any kind, if you're a podcaster, singer, uh, what, dancer, actor, it could, you could be anything. I don't care what you're doing. If you need represented, we've got the guy for you, Steve Joyner. Give him a call at 816-605-4561, and uh, he does have an IMDb page if you want to check him out. Uh, easily Googleable. Googleable? Google, is that a word now? Googleable? Googleable? It is now. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm wrong with it. Yeah, that works for me. Steve Joyner, 816-605-4561. Anything else, gentlemen? Uh, that link's also on our uh, website, so make yeah, it a little easier. Everything at candairpodcast.com. That's, that's all we need to say. That's all we should be saying. All right, let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. Do it. Do it! Come on! I'm here! Come on! Do it now! Oh my god! It's so pretty! All right, our favorite fictional leaders in pop culture. Randy, kick us off. <laughs> well, I'm going to go dark right off the bat because uh, 
the more and more I get into uh, management, uh, and I've been in retail management before and stuff like that, I really start to sympathize with Skeletor and uh, Cobra Commander. Because there's a lot of times where you got to make the best out of some of the bumbling people you got working under you. And man, you just want to call people boobs sometimes, but can't <laughs> always made me wonder how these people got to such high places of power with such uh insubordinate such insolence around them like how how did they do this why don't they just I, like we were watching uh superman the other day the first superman movie and what was it what was his name was it otis that's otis, otis. Yeah. yeah lex luthor's uh just bumbling fuck everything up accomplice and i just kept thinking <laughs> killing just killing you know it'll be so much easier on everybody Especially yeah, like, biting people. <laughs> biting people always works. <laughs> Look at Bebop and Rocksteady. They didn't always ah. pull their own weight around. They kind of messed oh, yeah. up a lot too, but Shredder kept bringing them back. Well, I mean, that's that's a that's a misstep on Shredder's part, if you ask me. Yep. Yeah. Can't it's find hard to find help. a henchman in these streets. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hold on to what you can get, even if it isn't good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Big fact. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the easy way of having it is they're disposable, so there's always those morons that are going to keep coming and and filling your ranks, so you can just keep sending them out, I guess, all the pawns. Yeah, but the biggest morons never go anywhere. They just keep coming back. Yeah. (laughs) I really don't want to rehire these guys, but, I mean, they are the only ones we know that are warthog and rhinoceros. So, I I mean. Yeah. (laughs) I consider that, like, animal affirmative action. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like uh, they were kind of a hire that we had to do. So you know, we we would work with them. We put them in a place. You know, they sent them for dummy missions. You know, yeah, go find the turtles. These guys live in a sewer. Trust me, they'll be gone for hours. If they find them, great. If they never find them, even better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just send them out chasing their fucking tails. <laughs> I should have never drank alcohol at that point of laughing. (laughs) Already starting off well. Oh Oh, man, man. good start, good start, man. Oh my god. Okay, that was that was Curtis's pick. No, that was Randy's. That was Randy's pick. Okay, Curtis, right over to you, sir. Woo! Listen, look. Let's start this thing off right. Like I said, this was retro hour, so I went deep into my childhood. And I pulled one out. He's an A1 guy because, let me tell you something, they call him the Colonel Hannibal from the 18th. Oh, yeah. wow. Shut up! Oh, Bro, hold on. <laughs> Listen. And I'm going to tell you why. And this was the episode that got me, right? Because, you know, the 18th in and of itself, hodgepodge of these, you know, soldiers of fortune, great show, even better van. Come on, I'm an 80s yeah. baby. So, you know, <laughs> the van was everything. You got to have oh, yeah. the van. Oh, that van is mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Exactly. And, I mean, they didn't have a futon in the back, but you know some things was going down with Face. I'm just, oh, man. Always. <laughs> you know, Face got stories. I'm just I'm, I'm just saying. Maybe even Murdoch. But either way. That so van got this, stories after Face. That van? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, Jay. So it was this episode where I'll never forget the woman was like, um... You know, why you know, why are you guys not somewhere safe or like living in Switzerland or somewhere in Hannibal? And I'm and I wrote down this quote because I remembered it, but I wanted to say it specifically. He said, Because we're not Swiss, we're American. 
We've got a little problem right now, but we'll work our way out of it somehow. In the meantime, we stick together and we do what we do best. Bruh, That's... you say that to me, Hannibal, I'll go through the fire, which we'll be yeah. going to have. All right, let's fight the devil. Let, look, uh, look, where are we going? Hannibal, wherever you're going, I'm with you. Yeah. BA spent the entire series pissed at them because they had the drug in. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm like, look, talk to me now because if I'm lying, I'm lying. They had to drug this man. He ain't never punched yeah. Hannibal in the face. He had every right to punch this man in the face. Never punch him in the face, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, you stick in Hannibal did put a lot of that responsibility on Murdoch, so he was always trying to wring Murdoch's neck. You got me again, fool! <laughs> but, but now, mind you, let me tell you, look, look, Jerry, Jeremy Randy Jack, tell me, if somebody's consistently drugging you against your will, or, <laughs> I gotta add that addendum, against your will, or, or putting a needle in your behind, at some point, you gotta punch that dude in the mouth. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's like the yeah. rules of life. You drug me without my consent, Yes. I got a punch. When's yeah. enough enough? Right, right. <laughs> When's not, enough not, enough? Not like the first time I wake drugging. up and my pants are loose, that's when it's yeah. enough. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hell no, I'm off this team. <laughs> thought this was See, the I'm A so team. Good. I didn't know it meant that. No. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis, man, we're going to have to get together because I am diehard A team. Actually, I'm so diehard A team, dude. Hold still. Hold still. Uh oh! Uh oh! Look at this! Look at this! Hey! You know what? That's a but. Any the comic book? Oh, listen, look, brother. There is, and like I like I told you, I got really excited about being on you guys' podcast today because I said, "Oh, they're talking retro." This is my. This is literally the thing I do. Yeah. And eighteen, y'all know. I'm not sure how. Where, I'm thirty eight. The eighteen. Me too. What? And I don't want to. I don't want to talk too. But I'm gonna just say this: in the air of how society is right now, that I look to stuff like '80s shows and whatnot, where they show you can have teamwork, camaraderie. You can have a team with dysfunction. All y'all got to do is have a common goal. Let's yeah. all get to the next thing. Whether listen, these are the people who walk in a barn, have a toothpick, a can of soda and a motherboard and come out with a spaceship. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> Jesus, maybe. But they figure it out together, right? Yeah. Exactly. If the world was like the A-team, we would be so much better. Oh, right. Man, I kind of want to clap to that, too, man. Hey, We're speaking we a lot of truth here tonight. But, you know, it's funny. I just found another A-team comic here that goes to prove your exact freaking point why Hannibal's the bomb and you know your point with BA and for the listeners at home if you want to look it up this is what I think the issue number three of the A-team comic but I'm gonna hold it up to the camera here has our heroes parachuting in and as you can tell <laughs> BA is fucking BA is out. Out. Pulled He's out. out and look <laughs> at Hannibal in the back being out. like fuck yeah, yeah. With, a cigar, <laughs> with a good stogie listen a good stogie I'm okay with that look I'm going to listen because when he wakes up he gonna be mad we got yeah. he's smoking it, it a, cigar or a cigar while he's parachuting i didn't even notice that that is that's that's my dude that's my leader Bruh, right there oh, you got the balls to knock out clubber lang clubber <laughs> lang he knocked out you, you i told you you guys i'm from philadelphia so for, for rocky to be knocked out by clubber lang <laughs> I mean, you you gotta understand that's treading on light territory, oh, and, yeah. and and Hannibal ain't no boxer, so right. you you gotta be a leader. You gotta you your men gotta love you 
to not get punched in the mouth. That's all I'm going to say. Curtis. Or you got to be one sneaky little bastard. <laughs> Curtis, Either we got to hang out, bro. I mean, that solidified that right there. That, no. that well, was just I, it. You just say the word. I'll bring the black van. You bring the wheat. I mean, the uh, whatever. What, what, Oh, uh, uh, yes, the drinks. I'll be there. <laughs> the whatever we need, son. <laughs> I realized, I was like, I am talking way too much. <laughs> I was like, no. telling my business now. No such thing when it comes to A-team. No such hey. thing. Brothers after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, let's turn it over to you, son. I don't know if I could follow up. Uh... I know. I'm, I'm, my list is like dick compared to Hannibal. Like, what am I going to do now? I'd have to say Captain America. Son Mainly of a just bitch, because... you guys are just killing my list here. <laughs> really? <laughs> it takes as much heart as he has to get knocked down and just keep going up. And he's always had, like, in, in the face of anything, really, he's always got that uplifted personality where you – he just wants to keep going and it's the same thing as with Hannibal you someone with that kind of mentality you just want to keep going you you want to follow him to the end of the earth too there's no way you're going to not yeah yeah i mean the dude's been through some shit and keeps on going like man he that dude like clocked hitler in the face and yeah <laughs> how could i not follow this guy you know a man out of time exactly and it's also in his name america Mark, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah! All right, I guess my pick would be since you guys all kind of fucked it up, uh, which <laughs> is okay because a good pick is a good pick. Um, I'm going with Master Splinter. Oh, oh yeah, I thought you would pick. Great, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Randy and Jack saw that coming a mile away. Oh, yeah. I thought you could say Leonardo. No, Leonardo's flawed when it comes to Master Splinter. I mean, I mean this dude. <laughs> I mean, even when you when you watch that cartoon, read the comics, see the movies, and you can get past the fact that it's a fucking talking rat, there's some sage wisdom in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So he would get my vote, but I don't know how America would feel about a six foot tall rat. In the, in, in the Oval well, Office. Well, we're not too far from... <laughs> never mind. Let me not get... <laughs> Wait a minute. This is the perfect I time. Like I, I, you know, but I'm both... You're among friends, my friend. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, I was right. about to say, you know, put a blonde wig on him. We're not too far from it. <laughs> Can you pucker your lips a little bit, Master Splinter? Maybe try on the spray tan. <laughs> We'll call you a Leonardo, 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 get it together. You and your brothers. Shredder's <laughs> garbage. Before. I'm, I'm making I'm up really lies. Shredder's garbage. Uh, the pizza virus. The pizza virus fine. Don't worry about it, Leonardo. No, yeah, exactly. From Domino's. It's all Domino's fault. Domino's yeah. is okay for it. <laughs> if you get he sick, just drink Papa some John. garlic butter. <laughs> I think you could inject that garlic butter and make everything okay. I love how everybody went into imitations. <laughs> Serious. It was like, okay, we just gotta do this. We're gonna go right into it. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That was uh I like that. I like that. I mean I don't like to see, like talk about Master Splinter in such a bad way. <laughs> he said, "Don't compare masses." No, I'm right there. It was it was it was worth the laugh. I'll go there for a good laugh. But <laughs> in the end, yeah, uh, that's who I would want up there. So, where do we go from here? We are back uh, around to Jack, correct? Nope, Randy. 
All right. So if we're talking uh, leaders and stuff like that, I want to go with a leader who knows he's totally flawed, but he's trying to make the best out of it anyway. Ultra Magnus from the Transformers movie. Sitting there trying to open the freaking uh, whatever it was, Optimus's soul or... I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not Spider-Man. <laughs> Matrix of leadership. Yeah, that thing. Matrix of leadership. Um, and just the entire movie, he's like trying to pry the freaking thing apart and just getting his ass beat. And then freaking Hot Rod comes out of nowhere and like, oh, pop. Cue the yeah, 80s music. And... Kid comes by and sounds like Hot Rod would make the better leader then. Yeah, but until he took up the, the leadership mantle, it was Ultra, uh, Ultra Magnus in that movie, right? Man, it has been a minute since I've seen. Yeah, that. he was. Oh, yeah, that's look, look, I start, I, All I remember is uh, the the theme song from that eighty song. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> shit. How'd that go? Uh, but wait, I got you. I got you. I got you. <clears throat> you got the touch. Touch. You got the power. Insert guitar riff. That's basically what it is. We know the world. Oh, guess how this show's closing, boys. Yeah, I it was coming. I knew it. Good man. Good man. Oh, man. You might have a different... We've closed the show with that uh, song many times before. Anytime there's an excuse, it's done. And you just gave it, so... Have you guys watched the new uh, Netflix series, the Transformers one? I've seen it. I have not watched it yet. It's good. Man, it's so good. It's so dark, too, but you might have a different opinion of Ultra Magnus in that one. Okay, he's not bum, not a total pansy in that one. Uh, no, it's they. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta watch it. It's totally right, different right. though. All I right, saw I'll check a, it out. Uh, meme the other day uh, on uh, on uh, Amazon on Prime Day, and it was a picture of Optimus Prime laying there dying in his. I know exactly. Yeah. Everyone enjoy Prime <laughs> oh, Day, but God. please try to remember the real reason for the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, never forget. Never, yeah. never forget. That's it. Never <laughs> I had a single tear after I read that thing. Yeah. Uh, man. The day we lost the all spark. Don't get me started, y'all. Come on now. Yeah. I'm gonna get my look. That was That's real, the... wasn't it? That was Yo, real. I'm just say this. That movie, that 80s Transformer movie, was one of the first times that kids had PTSD coming out of the oh, movie yeah. theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just don't kill off childhood heroes no. all willy nilly. <laughs> Come on. And they tried well, to make favorite. it stick, too. I mean, even when you right. got home, he was still gone, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. But they, they tried to keep it in the movies. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. This is canon? <laughs> Whoa. Nah. nah. Well, my favorite, I can't do it. Too far. My right. Exactly. <laughs> my favorite thing was they tried to do that in the G.I. Joe movie, too, with Duke. And then at the end, you have, like, this voiceover, like, hey, guys, Duke's okay. <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like right off, like halfway through the movie, like Duke uh, takes a Serpenter's snake, like right to the chest. No, but they come uh, back at the end and like reassure the children that he's he's okay without like. Yeah, yeah, it was like an added scene, like right at the end. I think it was like one Joe just gets like a random call, like, "Hey guys, Duke's gonna be okay." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank These God. parents don't sue us. <laughs> that was just a save on therapy. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we saw what happened with Transformers. We can't do it again. <laughs> That was literally why they did it. Yeah. 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 Man, how how long after uh, Transformers did that come out? Was well, probably couldn't have been long. What a year or two, maybe. I think it was like in production, or like it was like oh, being wow. worked on. So they added it because Transformers came out, and there was such negative feedback. 
killing off Optimus that they were like, okay, we got to fix this because we can't kill off Duke to get more toys out. So yeah, <laughs> it's funny, man. It's it really is. It was like it had to have been one of the first times that these these businessmen that were putting these toys together and these cartoons to sell toys were like, oh so shit, maybe we got something here. You know, <laughs> like yeah. look at the tears rolling out of the theaters, man. Bro, the only reason, like I always joke about how 80s cartoons, everything was about toy sales. It yeah. wasn't about the cartoon. It was oh, always yeah. about, like, the only reason we have He-Man yeah, was exactly. because they <laughs> wanted to sell toys. That's mm-hmm. it. it yeah. see, look, you, you, you can love the cartoon as much as you want, but the toys is the reasons why it existed. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny how, like, in some of these shows, they accidentally injected heart in there you know what i mean the, the, the longevity yeah. that i don't think they really planned on outside of meeting the year's quota or whatever yeah so it's incredible especially how that happens. when drugs like like you know growing up in the hood we used to always get like the dare commercial episodes everybody remembers the yeah. dare com- it's like your mama's a crack whore don't worry about it just go ahead on and become a GI Joe. You're like, whoa, bro, this, this is way too wholesome. I'm pretty sure she needs to go to rehab. No, become a GI Joe. You're like, I don't know. You know, they always get a PSA at the end, or Captain America would give that. Yeah, like yeah. that. It's always the PSAs at the end that always used to kill me. I'm like, uh, not in my hood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Curtis, I gotta ask, man. Um, Speaking of like the the PSAs and stuff, did you ever see the like the big? Uh, I think it was like Hanna Barbera or something threw like this huge cartoon together, the anti drug cartoon. You know I did. Oh, I know. Had, like Michelangelo and cartoon all stars. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So I like I said, I'm not going. I'm not going to take up a bunch of time with this story. But you got to understand, I grew up in Philadelphia, the heart of the hood, in a public school, right? So here's the thing. They call everybody down to the auditorium, the entire elementary school. Big deal, right? You think that, you know, what are we about to do? We about to see something? Is what's going on? They wheel in this 60-inch projection television. Y'all remember 60-inch projection television? Big, big motherfuckers. Listen, let me tell you something. This thing was huge, huge. I mean, cell phones were about the same size, but it doesn't matter. So <laughs> they wheel in this, this because, you know, we didn't have, like, the, the pull-down screen with the projector no. and all that. No, they got it. They had, you know, a half-beat 60-inch. They roll it in. And those and TVs were as as deep as they were wide. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Listen, let me tell you something. My grandma was about the same size. I'm telling you, they didn't, grandma, <laughs> she got a booty on her. That's why I'm saying it was thick. This, 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 this TV was thick, so they wheel this thing in, and we're like, oh, my God. You know, for us, we're like, we're about to watch television. But what are we watching? They put on that cartoon, and when we saw, because I'm telling you, it was Garfield in it, the mm-hmm. Smurfs. Yep. It was Alf. It yep. was, oh, oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go back into my memory. See, I told you, I'm talking retro. You get me excited talking about that. It was uh, Michelangelo. Michelangelo, right, because they, they had the Ninja Turtles in it, and mm-hmm. I want to say the Snorks were in it. I think um, they were, yes. It was yeah. like the off-brand Smurfs. Y'all remember this. They, they were just yeah. Smurfs <laughs> under the sea. They were mermaids in the Smurfs. I, terrible cartoon, but whatever. But um, it whatever cartoon was relevant in the 80s, they put they it all, all together to tell us not to do drugs. Well, yep. guess what? In 2020, 
that was they were full of shit and we still all doing drugs. <laughs> and, and we do drugs while watching that cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I just pulled up the cover for the old one. Oh, and that's great. We it looks like they might have tried to redo it over the years, or maybe this is just people's artist uh, renditions. But we also had Winnie the Pooh. And Tigger, oh, yes. Bugs and Daffy, right. Alvin and the Chipmunks, yes. uh, yes. Huey, Dewey, and Louie from uh, DuckTales, as well as the uh, Muppet Babies mm, were there, that's too. Right. That's who I was that's thinking, right. the Muppet Babies, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. one that was okay. like getting away from me. But, yeah, I, I remember uh, seeing the commercials, like, that shit's coming out. And I remember telling Mom, like, because <laughs> I recorded everything. I was like, we got to get a, a, a tape for the VCR so I can record this shit. Bruh. And I watched it so many times. So Did many times. Only because there was a fucking turtle in it, honestly. I mean, I thought the <laughs> other really ones, but... <laughs> Michelangelo was the only turtle. They was like, we don't even need the other turtles. Just bring Michelangelo. It was either that or like, man, we can only afford one of these turtles. They want way too fucking much. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. I want to know how much it took to make that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it looked like it was. It... Go ahead, Randy. I was going to say, didn't like the Reagans like ask for it? Like, didn't they like, wasn't Nancy and Ronald like in the beginning of it? Like, yeah. real quick? Yes, they yes. gave the PSA before the thing right. even started. Yeah. Before they even... yep. uh, don't give me that whole dare camp. I'm not going to get into their campaign. That was but all it was, Nancy Reagan, man. Nancy Reagan was yeah, on was drugs her. at the end of the 80s, yep. man. Like, she was yep. on it. I on never it. trusted lions after that. That damn <laughs> dare lion. <laughs> like, if I had a reason to distrust lions, it was after that. I was like, nah, nah, I'm good. Fuck that lion. <laughs> yeah, fuck that lion. There we go. I like that. We might have an episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, that was a uh, good. One. That was Randy's pick. I don't even know, man. I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, I think so. I really don't have any other ones worth mentioning. Uh, what about you guys? Any other picks before we move on? Oh uh, come on now! You already know. I I I, I was ready, ready for this thing. No quick. No, you gotta understand because Jack took Captain America, Captain Captain America, all time favorite superhero, period. But Jack took it, so I'm good with that. But I just want to throw this last one out. He's it, you know, whether he's fictional is debatable, but his real name is Richard Morgan Flair. Rick Flair. <laughs> Listen, I'm a big wrestling fan. Nice. Big, big wrestling fan. Rick Flair headed up, without a doubt, the greatest stable. I, don't, I will debate anybody on this. Oh, yeah, man. To now, to the end of my days... The four horsemen, baby. I'm holding up four. For those that can't hear me, I'm, I'm holding up four fingers. Because when you say the four horsemen's name, you better put up yep. four fingers. <laughs> and I'm talking about Arn Anderson and Ricky and them, and, 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 and you know the brothers. They, they, they that was the original stable, but they kind of rotated other people in and out. But at the end of the day, I just want to say, and this is this is just I just want to take this moment to say he was the Rolex wearing. Diamond ring wearing, his stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. He had a hard time holding them alligators down. <laughs> you say that? You say that? You can walk up to anybody on the street and say, I'm every woman's dream and every man's nightmare. Because to beat a man, you got to beat the man. Yeah. Every catchphrase. No, no, no. Every... No, no, no. Curtis. You missed an important part of that, man. All right, come on, talk to me. Dude, you got to do the woo. Woo! 
There you go. <laughs> Woo! Listen, dog. I was waiting what? for it. I, I, and I apologize. I almost paused. I said, oh, no. I went back in my roller deck. I forgot. I definitely forgot. Come on, bro. Iconic. I, who doesn't want to follow Ric Flair oh, yeah. into the proverbial fires? Oh, yeah. Into the pits of hell, man. Yeah. Yes, brother. Yeah. I mean, that's a level of confidence that you can't fucking touch. Like, it's untouchable. Untouchable. Yeah. 16-time world champion, man. Period. Mm. And, and and he's still kicking. So much love to Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Y'all can y'all gonna stop being my twin flame twins out here. He got he got 18 comics. You got Ric Flair in the background. I love you guys. Oh my god, dude. That's just go ahead, Randy. I was going to say, of the three of us, I think I'm probably the biggest wrestling fan. I've literally got, like, 30 wrestling compilations of, like, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Mr. Perfect. Like, you name it, I got it back here, man. Listen, brother, in the words of Ric Flair, if you don't like it, learn to love it. I'm just, <laughs> it, it. It's one of those things, like, especially growing up in, like I said, 80s, 90s, baby. Yeah. You know, wrestling wasn't like this every week thing. It came on on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you got to see it when you saw it. Yeah. It, it was it was real life superheroes. I mean, yes, it was at least the closest thing to me. And everybody was on Hulk Hogan. Everybody was on Ultimate Warrior. Everybody was on those. I, but Ric Flair, it was just something about this guy who was a heel. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. He was a heel the majority of his career. But anybody that tells you that, you know, I because I got a Rolex on my arm and I'm styling and profiling. Guess what? You ain't shit. I like that guy. Yeah. And boy, oh, yeah. oh boy, was he fucking styling and profiling. I mean, some of them robes he'd be wearing, like, God damn, you have got to oh, yeah. be confident, brother. Yeah. Damn the robes, brother. His hair. Oh, Who his hair. His Hell yeah. Who How do you have your hair saturated in blood, but it's still stylish? Right. <laughs> Farrah Fawcett would be jealous of that shit, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, you know, it wasn't no wig. That was his. No, that was no. Yeah. Mm -mm. That's that yeah. nothing but some pink lotion and Murray's hair grease that got that back there. Black, that's black. <laughs> no, don't worry about that. Don't worry, y'all. That's 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 black folk hair care products. That's he had to put that in there. That make it stay put right where it is. Don't worry. I know. You're fucking nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, very oh, good. Man. All right. Uh any other picks before we move on? Oh, dude, I'm tapped, man. I'm just going to make mention. I'm not going to elaborate on it, but Randy, you had mentioned this name when uh, suggesting the title of or the topic for the retro was Professor Xavier. I mean, that name has to be mentioned as a great leader. Yeah. And if Absolutely. he were running for president now, he'd have my vote. Can I give you an alternate opinion? Can I be controversial on your show just a little Come bit? Come on, man. Please Devil's do. advocate. Bring it on. All right, so oh, I don't want to do this, but... I don't like <laughs> Professor X at all. And I'm, I'm, hear me out. Hear me out. So he took a bunch of kids, stuffed them in a school, and put them in the most dangerous situations humanly possible when they couldn't control their powers. Because, listen, let me tell you something. He took a PTSD war, war veteran through <laughs> multiple wars. Like, Wolverine should not have been in the field, ever, ever. This is not a guy you put in situations you don't put a guy who can bring optic blast from another dimension and fry everybody and make him the leader. And he he has literally the, the biggest ego and the most insecurity of all. But <laughs> who I buy pick is Magneto. 
Oh that, my God! Listen, bro, that's a man that I can get behind. Look, all I'm saying is, hey, look, <laughs> come on, you, you, you gotta tell him why I just screamed. What did you do? Come on, you gotta tell. You. I just but, held you know, up a magneto in front of the camera because anything Curtis be bringing up, I got right here within arm's reach. Listen, three. that's because we cousins. Y'all don't yes. understand, man. Y'all vibing with me right now, Magneto. Think about this, Holocaust survivor, right? I can yeah. get behind that because he didn't seen some shit. He believes in equity, but he recognizes that it's unfair. It's an unfair world. We're being attacked. So either we need to segregate, build our own, which he did with Asteroid M. He got everybody the hell out of there and said, I just want to build a utopia for my people. And then once we are in a position that we're no longer hunted, we'll come back and then maybe we can integrate. But Magneto is vilified because of the way he did it. I don't agree with his methods, but his ideology, I'm 100% with. I don't believe in it. I don't like the fact that he was a villain in attacking other humans, but I get the reason why. You go through the Holocaust, you might be a little distrustful of everybody else. Yeah, I'm just, just saying. You might have I, some I, opinion, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I kind of get why you feel away. But at the end of the day, I trust the, you know, the master of magnetism, baby, over at oh, Charles man. Xavier in that. Mm -hmm. When are you coming to Ohio, man? Listen, we're going to have to get a cookout or something going on. Yeah, you I'm tell me coming. when the barbecue is, but be there. I got, listen, look, I'm giving out barbecue invites all day. And whether y'all come to Philly or I come to Ohio, we got to make it happen now. Because oh, yeah. I want to see all this cool stuff that y'all got hitting in the background. Every time I say something, something come pop up. I'm with <laughs> You got no fucking idea. It's all the way to the ceiling just out of you, brother. <laughs> That's what I love. That's what I love. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll have to get together because that would be fun. I mean, it's only been a half hour, and we are just all four of us. We got a rapport. We got a rapport. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but let's uh, move into talking about uh, your podcast here, Curtis. Uh, the Head Nerds in Charge. Can you just tell the listeners about this show before we go any further? Basically, Head Nerds in Charge is an acronym, H-N-I-C. It's kind of a play on the acronym, the original acronym. I'm not going to get into what the acronym is. If you don't know, <laughs> Google it. You'll be all right. Don't be scared. And it was just one of those things where, like, I've been a, a, a geek nerd already above most of my life. We just didn't know that that's what we were. You know, if you have a fandom or something that you really love, you're a geek or a nerd, however you want to quantify yourself. And my cousin came to me and said, hey, Kurt, you know, I, I, I was a comedian for the better part of 10 years. I opened up for Sinbad and up with other local comedians around the neighborhood. He was like, hey, I want to do a podcast about nerd stuff. Would you be interested? And of course, because it's my cousin, I'm all in. And in true cousin fashion, he stopped doing it within the first two weeks. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that the way, man? Yeah. It's, it's definitely a little start it, but don't finish it. But me, I enjoyed having the opportunity to sit down and just talk about the things that we love. So it kind of grew from there. And one of the things that we really try to push and we're really big on is the fact that there isn't a lot of diversity in the space. And we're black nerds, which, you, you know, we some people are offended by the term, but we quantify ourselves as blurs, which is a black nerd. Mm -hmm. And we always talk about, just anytime I talk about head nerds in charge, I always say H-N-I-C, the place for all your pop culture, geek culture, nerd culture, but from the black perspective. And 
for us, like, if you talk about Magneto, that's why, like, conversations like that will gravitate towards a, a Magneto over a Charles Xavier. Will gravitate to, to other heroes that you, that you know, that are obscure in the mainstream, but like Static from Static Shock. That oh, was yeah. a, popular, yeah. a popular cartoon, but that's not the first person that comes to your mind. Black Lightning, or it, thank, thank goodness for Marvel putting out, you know, Black Panther, because y'all saw the Black... Look, Black folk ain't never bought so much African patterns in their entire <laughs> life. We ain't been to Africa ever in our life. We up there Googling stuff like, wait a minute, what's it look like? But we was out there doing everything in our part because that's, but that's what happens when a culture is hungry yeah. to express themselves and then they see themselves in the mainstream. So it was really important for us to at least bring up, bring forward a median and a platform that we could kind of come together and nerd out. And it's for everybody. Don't get me wrong. Like I tell everybody, it's not black exclusive, but you're going to get the black perspective. So it's like being invited to the barbecue. Just don't bring no potato salads with raisins in it. Sit down. <laughs> Look, we're going to deal you in this spades hand. Drink a little bit of Hennessy. You'll be all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Oh, man, yep. and I, I can't agree more on that chicken salad with raisins. Keep that shit at home, brother. Yeah. I knew I liked you guys. I knew it. I man, knew it. It's going to be a lot of fun when we make this happen, I tell you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you guys, um, how long have you been going? How long have you been uh, a show there in Pittsburgh? It looks like it hasn't been too horribly long, and you've got a pretty decent following going already. Listen, what I tell you, what I say, when people are hungry, right? Mm -hmm. So we're based out of Philadelphia. And we started two years ago. And fortunately, because we were we were like an oasis in the middle of the desert. So we started off relatively small. You know, we we I, we were on an internet radio station, and we kind of got that snowball effect. And more and more people were. I'm I'm I am a professional meme maker, and I'm a like if there's something going on in pop culture, I'll make a joke out of it. And everybody just tapped into our personalities. And we're really big on the cosplay scene and the comic con scene. So we would go to these comic book conventions and we would do live shows because we do live shows at the comic book convention. I do comedy. We play games. We give away prizes. And we would get this influx, this superior influx of people who were like, hey, this is great. We love it. Where can we find you? Well, next thing you know, we went from maybe 500 people to a year later, we're almost at 100,000 followers, and we just did our analytics for this year. And because I guess because everybody's sitting at home, we reached 40 million people. Wow. Listen, I sat back and I said, and this is why we, you know, because you guys understand, doing this podcast thing is not easy. It's not easy to wake up every day. Number one, you give yourself and your content, and you hope to reach more people because you know somebody's going to enjoy. You guys got great content. I, I'm enjoying myself just connecting, co having a conversation, and we're nerd now. This is just what we do. We nerd out. Mm -hmm. And these are the conversations that we have over the fire, with the family, out in the back. Some beers, some bong. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you, get, you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> yeah, but we have a good time together. So it, uh, you know the content is there, but it's just about reaching the masses. Right. right. And it's one of the, that's one of the good things because I, I also want to extend the come on art because because what we did was we started off as 
an internet radio program. Then we merged into Web Show. And that's the key thing. We started doing more visual things as opposed to the audio. As a matter of fact, we had stopped podcasting completely for an entire year. And we did we do our show through Zoom. And one of the big things about our show is it's interactive. So our fans can hop on that live and chat with us and call into the show and we'll talk and, and, and you know, shoot the shit with them right live. Like, if you got, if, if I said that, what I just said about Magneto, and you didn't like it, call the show. And we'll, I'll, I'll, we could argue and debate it out right here. And we don't have, you know, when you control your own platform, you don't have a time limit. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we can do this as long as, and I always say, the minute you stop being entertaining, I'll hang, I'll hang up the phone. So they, <laughs> as long as it's entertaining, we win it. And yep. And it's just great because it's snowballed, and now we do podcasting and we do the web show, and we're at a point now where fortunately we're able to express all our geeky loves and have opportunities to meet great guys like y'all. Oh man, appreciate that, man. Yeah, the, the the pleasure is ours. I promise you, we're having a great time. But I can't wait to hear more of the show. But you uh, you're not alone on this show. You've got three other co-hosts. Can you tell us a little bit about these people and how uh, you guys know each other? So okay, so great story. Like I said, my cousin started right. That's my, that's McNux, and he decided halfway through this he wanted to be a Twitch streamer and you know screw you podcast guy. So whatever <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 has a spinoff sister show of ours called Past the Controller. He does that with a very good friend of mine, Eric the Smoke Moran and Brian Lessig, and they have their own web show that they do monthly. It was a little bit taxing for him because I said I want to do this every week, every single solitary week for the last two years. We've come on Wednesdays eight to ten without interruption, so that was a little bit too taxing on him. But Mark is still. What are, he, he he comes in, he's like that special guy. You know, he's like that cousin that comes in, drink up all the beer, eat your bologna sandwiches, and then leaves, but don't yeah. tell you. <laughs> that's that's Mark. Breaks your toilet. You're like, wait a minute. Why is this not flushing? Yeah, that's Mark. Um, then there's who I call my bizarre Kurt. She's my opposite half. She's my doppelganger. She argues with me about everything. Kurt's never right in her eyes. It's Teffy Wonder, or as we like to call her, the Merjohn. John is a very familiar slang term in Philadelphia. So she she likens herself to be a black mermaid. We just put mermaid and John together. She's the mer-John. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the youngest of the bunch. She kind of fills us in on the things that we have no clue about, like anime, uh, mm-hmm. hip-hop music that I could care less about, and uh, all things regular culture that these kids are enjoy like I told y'all I'm the retro guy I they call me Uncle Grandpa I'm I'm just saying so, <laughs> so she she that's Oni Sassy and we actually that's the main crew it's the four of us but we have about ten or so rotating guest hosts that come on the show every single week and we always just call them our cousins you know oh, okay. we, that you know play look in a black community everybody is play cousins. It don't yeah. matter. If I, if, if I known you for an extended period of time or my mama like your mama, we play cousins. So we we always have our cousins come on the show. We, we, we chop it up. And we've had the opportunity to do some really dope interviews with some people in the nerd culture like Phil Lamar and uh, nice. from Gotham, uh, the, the mutant leader, uh, Sid O'Neill, came on. And, and we've got to sit down with Walter Jones, uh, the Black oh, Ranger. Cool. 
and, and, and you know, it, it's like one of those opportunities where you get to meet your heroes. And guess what? They're not douchebags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they can be. Yeah. I got some stories. Trust. Oh boy, I got some too, but yeah. not on not on the air. Yeah. We'll save those for another day. We'll talk about it offline. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, on your stream, is it always? I seen uh, on your Facebook that you guys uh, do like watch alongs uh, as well. Like you guys seem like you're just doing all kinds of stuff just to keep the uh, people interested. What all kinds of stuff do you do on your on your Wednesday night stream? Oh, brother, listen. Okay, so Lovecraft Country, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the show, but it's one of the first times that we got to see a a majority black cast in sci-fi horror. Specific, very specific genre. The exact same thing when I saw the title of it yesterday when I was flipping through Prime. I was like, that's kind of different. Right. I've never seen that before. And, and bro, you listen, neither have we. <laughs> we, were, we were like, oh, shit, we got to support this. We'll never get this again. Because, <laughs> you know, because you know, in nerddom, if you think about it, Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, even if you go back with like Buck Rogers and, 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 and you start talking about anything from Indiana Jones to you, you, you just that genre of sci-fi fantasy. Either there's one black guy who's uh, along for the ride or he helps, or will we like to use the magical Negro troupe where he's going to come in and save somebody for a little bit. <laughs> look, aliens, you know, you get one black guy, you know he's going to die, but at least he lasts until the end. I mean, look, yeah. Exactly. So, so in sci-fi horror, you get to look at this all black cast. You're like, wait a minute. Even if somebody dies, we got more black people. We're good. <laughs> plenty so, to go around. Plenty to go around. So what we did was they had their uh, season finale. And it's been one thing that we've really, really been talking about a lot just because it was groundbreaking. So we did a watch party. We we literally was like, we'll chat through this entire episode with our fans. We had a great, great time. We did a pre-show and a post-show. And on our shows, we do specials. Now, we don't shy away from politics. We don't shy away from tough conversations. Like I always say, we're black nerds, but we're black first. So when the riots were going on, we don't we don't do it to incite more anger because I get the anger, but now it's okay. What are we going to do after the fact? Because at some point there has to be a building process, no matter what, no matter right. how angry we get about the system or the politics or the politicians. After the fact, somebody has to be a voice to say, okay, let's rally and build instead of break down. So I'm not going to say whether or not I'm pro against how things were handled, but what I will say is no matter how things played out, we all have to come together at some point. Yeah. Because the last right. I checked, you can't, go anybody, you can't go anywhere in the world and not see somebody that looks like you or somebody that looks like me. So we got to live in this world. We, unless we get space travel sometimes, well, you know, with Space Force. I forget, we, 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 Trump, Trump got Space Force. Well, maybe, maybe we'll get out of here someday. But to, for today, for today, we got to learn to live on this planet together. Yeah. So we do we do little mini specials where we say, hey, we're not going to talk. Call into the show, sound off and vent, and we'll bring on professionals. We've had activists. We've had poets. We've had leaders in the community where, where okay, here are the professionals. Feel, field your grievances and let mm-hmm. them help you to work towards an answer. Because a lot of times it's the fact that there's no voice there. 
when you feel like you're not heard, here's a platform, and especially because we've had we have so many followers and fans, people really feel like, hey, I got to get my voice out there. And if that makes the world a little bit of a, you know, in our own little corner of Philadelphia, if that just makes the community a little bit better, we're going to do that every single time. That's incredible, man. It's it's awesome to hear about your guys' uh, show. You know, one thing that seems to always, uh, not always, but a lot of time, people who struggle with podcasts, one of the things that's missing is they don't have a takeaway for their listener, you know what I mean? They think sometimes just because they can talk into a microphone and record it and know how to put it up that they can, but maybe they shouldn't. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> but never have I heard such a great uh, explanation as to what your guys' listeners' takeaway is. I mean, you guys know what you're doing. You found people who need a voice, and you provided said voice. That is amazing. I, I, yeah. I absolutely love that. And just based on the last hour we've spent with you, Man, I can't wait to listen. <laughs> but, but, but now, now I'm, listen, don't just listen. Come on the show because let me oh, tell you anytime. something. Listen, let, let's look. That's my biggest thing. Let's bridge gaps. I mean, and, and mind you, the, the best part about what we all do, because we're all content creators, we all enjoy something. And we all come together and just nerd out. Because the greatest thing about being a geek, nerd, blurred, however, it ain't got nothing to do with color, baby. You love what I love. I love. We just, you said a team and we said, oh, yeah. and we had a great time. And right then, we, we were cousins. We yep. were cousins. <laughs> you know what? See, I do. I like, and, and, and that's the whole point. What Captain America, when he said Captain America, the way my heart jumped for joy. Like, I can, you know, for, for my black friends, they be like, oh, wait a minute. You mean to tell me it ain't Luke Cage or Black Pink? Nah, nah. Steve Rogers all day, yeah. every day. And I will argue you down why he's the greatest <laughs> superhero to ever exist. I don't care how you feel about your politics. Steve Rogers will be my man to the day I die. I don't care. <laughs> because that's my nerddom. This there is my nerddom. Nice. Standing ovation. I, like ah, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> appreciate you, man. Man, Curtis, this has been a blast, and I really encourage people to check out the show. Again, Head Nerds in Charge. As far as social media goes, it's just at Head Nerds in Charge. Where else should people be uh, directed to check you guys out? Listen, just Google Head Nerds in Charge. Everything comes up. Now, and I keep it simple for everybody. Once you Google us, you'll see plenty. Just pick a platform and stick around. Yeah, I can contest for that. I did just that, and it was Same here. filled up. So, <laughs> Curtis, man, thank you so much for being here today. I cannot wait to, to get on your guys' show or even more just to get together and talk nerd shit, man. It yeah. sounds like we would have one hell of a good time. No, yeah, listen, to, to Candair Podcast or Jeremy, Randy, and Jack, listen, brother. You guys were phenomenal. I can't thank you enough for allowing me to shoot the shit with y'all and nerd out for a good hour. I don't usually get the opportunity to really connect with people who aren't in my immediate circle. So it was great to be able to branch out and meet some new geeks. Oh. Hey, dude. You're welcome on anytime, brother. Yeah. My man, that is, ahead, I'm gonna hold you to that now. Don't, don't, hey, don't tell me that. When I show up to your house and eat your uh, eat your bologna and drink your beer, don't say nothing. Hey, dude, I'll throw some Ric Flair DVDs on them. We'll make a night of it, brother. Woo! There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jack, what do we have on the website, sir? 
Go to cannedairpodcast.com where you can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, buy some merch, become a patron, see some YouTube videos, and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And once again, don't forget to find us on Twitter at cannedairpod and Instagram at canned underscore air. And on that website Jack just mentioned, cannedairpodcast.com, you can find our, our merch, all of our cool shirts and shit that you can get with our logo on it. And uh, what else? The Patreon's on there, a link to the Steve Joyner Network. Uh, and uh, what else am I forgetting, gentlemen? Just check us out Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Play some Jackbox with Jack and Randy. I don't want you to forget I always forget that, Randy. I just think it's better probably coming from your mouth. <laughs> your thing. I don't want you to be like, man, this motherfucker is like absent-minded. Like, nah, how dude, does he so forget this? <laughs> but uh, I think that's going to do it then for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. Oh, I guess I'm Curtis Brown. Hey! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and be excellent to each other. could break whoops help quickly walk back to the edge stop you'll break through the ice snow job grab this branch you should have been listening to canned air now we know and knowing is half the battle snow job how'd you get your name um gi joe are we talking um this has been a canned air production What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On Press Box Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on Press Box Access.